This episode of The Mom Voice is brought to you by Freshly. Freshly Freshly.com is chef-cooked healthy meals delivered right to your door. With Freshly, you can save time and money. Cooking can get complicated and delivery fees add up. By doing all the planning, prepping, chopping, and cleaning for you, Freshly saves you time and money. No more trips to the store, takeout tips, or shipping fees. Just fresh, affordable, chef-prepared meals as low as $8.99 a piece. Freshly believes in convenience without compromise. That means having nutritious, delicious, and prepared meals ready when you are. Not waiting around for a delivery person, rifling through cookbooks, or dealing with complicated prep. Plus, with their flexible subscription service, you can skip, unskip, or change your Freshly plan whenever you want. Visit Freshly.com, that's F-R-E-S-H-L-Y.com, and at checkout, enter code MOMVOICE15AFF for $15 off any meal plan for four weeks. Again, Freshly.com, promo code MOMVOICE15AFF. Hey guys, welcome to The Mom Voice. This is Lauren and Sarah with episode 138. Okay, Lauren, my mind is straight blown right now. Like 100%. You know what I'm about to talk about. Yes, I There do. is a conversation uh? happening on Instagram as we speak right now with a personality, I guess, someone yeah, we follow. an influencer. Yeah, someone we follow on Instagram. And how do I even begin to talk about this? But it has to be talked about. I mean, your eyes just can't unsee it once you've seen and read these words. It's just so bizarre. There is a segment of the population, apparently, who might be thinking intercourse happens with your belly button. Yeah. How do I say this? Shocking. I'm so confused on so many levels. Okay. Lauren, take it. I, I don't even know okay, what Okay, Fatima to say. is kind of known for like a lot of reposting, a lot of input in DMs. And so it's very conversational based. A lot of her like interesting, engaging topics and she gets some wild things. One that was really funny was like the craziest thing your in-law has said or done to you. And man, people had just the craziest stuff. And it's mm-hmm. all anonymous. So people really write it how it is, you know? And so... I don't really know how this conversation got started. Maybe it was related, sex related. Maybe it wasn't. But all of a sudden, she is just flooded with these D- these DMs. And I only caught like midday about this. Yeah, I wasn't on much. But she has saved it into a highlight bubble if you want to go check it out. But somehow relates to how, I guess, kind of in that good girl syndrome, kind of naive religious kids that don't understand the birds and the bees and really properly how to have sex and parents that really shelter their children from understanding true intercourse and what is involved, which is just a shame and sad. So sad. Um, but that some of these people have had experiences and and wrote into her, and not just a few, quite a few, oh my that they believe, and I don't even know how this belief or rumor starts, but that they believed that you had sex through the belly button. And does just not make sense. even, just how does that even, ha- like what? Like, okay, so after reading a little bit more about this, I think it stems from them saying like the umbilical cord, like that's where babies come from. The parents like literally described babies as in like 
the umbilical cord, and that's or where I the babies read, come from. I literally read the stork yes. like swings them in from the umbilical cord yes. and drops them in the hospital. Some yes. bizarre thing, and like there was one girl that wrote in that said her parents said she'd get arrested if she had sex before marriage, and so there's obviously a lot of scare tactics to keep kids from abstaining from sex. Did you read the one about the girl who got pregnant? Oh that no! Her mom told her that if she kissed a boy, she would get pregnant. And so they went to the doctor because she hadn't had a period in three months and she was pregnant. She did everything else but kiss the boy and got pregnant. Oh my gosh. Wow. Like what? (laughs) But like, I just don't even know. Like, I just feel like, how does anyone really No, And I don't, I don't think people need to be like talk crude and talking about sex or porn or anything crazy but even if you just watch like a good movie and they're making out and they fall in the bed like I don't even know like I just feel like in conversation with your friends and hopefully truthfully conversation with your parents like I would hope that parents would do the service and explain sex to their children but somehow I don't know and in a lot of the conversation comes that it's through really religious homes and almost just wanting to scare them straight and not do it and keep them far far away from it and so literally shockingly these girls and boys we couldn't get over that boys didn't understand I know what what that was. So uh, there's a lot of things that oh can gosh. come out of this. Oh, what are you going to say? Well, no, I need to read a couple of these. Okay. I'm just going to like really quickly. There's multiple people on here saying that couples came into doctors saying that they were infertile and it turns out they were using the wrong hole, like just not knowing how to have sex. Blows my mind. It blows our mind. That yeah. a married couple. And it's sad. It's so it's sad. Such a sh- like it's so, it's years of heartache or frustration or just like unsatisfied sex lives, obviously. Oh like gosh. that's just terrifying. I know. And then there's a whole thing too about tampons. Did you see that? Well, Where there of- were There were a lot of um, girls who wrote in and said that they were told that if they used a tampon that they lost their virginity. Oh my god. Wow. 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 I was like shocked. See, I was hesitant to bring this up today because we have like a fun terrifying episode on it's a not whole fun. different level, <laughs> on a whole nother level. It totally is. Bringing you on Halloween week because this just subject alone can introduce so many so many directions. Yeah, totally. How I could to talk, talk about it forever. To, how to talk to your kids about the birds and the bees. How to like avoid that good girl syndrome that like a lot of religious and conservative girls and and boys probably come away with kind of a complex on how to have healthy sex lives and and there's yeah. a whole man yeah. a whole tons of information oh, and totally. discussion to have there yeah. and we're gonna prep an episode about these very things because yeah. this is a I huge in no way thing. I'm like making fun of anybody or anything like that I mean obviously I don't want my children out there just like going crazy but I do think there has to be like I don't know like dialogue enough dialogue there has to be like understanding right. of your body and like what's happening and like all the things right and so yeah no I didn't want to get on a tangent but it just like blew my mind in 2021 like it's not the 1800s where like there's no 
media to watch or things. Well, and, like, and, and schools I'm are even like, educating wow. on this and have been for years. Sex ed's been around. So if like as a parent, they're not going to do it themselves, then yes, send them to sex education. Oh like gosh. there are avenues to like help children be safe about it yeah. and normal and understand what this all means. Oh my gosh. So anyway, we will, more to, yes, more, more to come. To come but oh we were just both stunned and shocked. And it's funny, I have heard it from more than one like group or direction of friends. It's like going around. People are talking about this and it's like a shocker. Yeah, totally, totally. But before we really kick it into gear here, we wanted to talk to you a little bit about Freshly. Oh my gosh, this couldn't fit with us better because Honestly, Sarah and I probably lived on Linquazines and Diet Coke in college. Totally. We are no shame that we lived on Linquazines for lunch or when we were dieting or cutting back. And now we have found Freshly, which is like the Linquazine, but 10 times better. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. healthier, cleaner, fresher. I mean, it's delicious with real whole foods. Yeah. I want to talk about the favorite one that I got. Yes. So my favorite one was the Asian chicken and noodle. And the cool thing about Freshly is they are freshly prepared. So it's like doing meal prep. It's fresh. You refrigerate them and then you eat them the week of. And so you don't get like the frozen, you know, taste, the watery stuff that comes like with other with with other frozen meals. I absolutely love the sauce on the chicken noodle, and I felt super satisfied after. Like, I couldn't finish them. Yeah, they were, it's filling. Yeah, it was a bigger serving, but, like, good on the nutrition side. So go check out Freshly. It's Freshly.com, and you can sign up for a subscription there and check it out, and make sure to enter code MOMVOICE at checkout. Okay, girl, let's dive in to the nitty-gritty today. It's Halloween week, guys. It's Halloween week, and you know we love a good, spooky, scary We're ghost going story. all in on this one. <laughs> we, no ghosts, just murder. Yeah, really just death, murder, <laughs> killer. That's yes. where we're going. We yes. want to be our own crime junkie here today. Oh, my gosh. Wannabes. Well, let's be honest, okay? We, we're, we're all following the Gabby Petito case, and, you know, as you heard on our MomCast episode with Emma on Thursday, things have now come out where they think they may have found Brian's body, which is, the whole thing is just tragic. And it just got us to talking before we went on the air. Why are we so fascinated by murder? Why are we so fascinated by the true crime and the datelines and all of it? It is kind of bizarre, but it, we all are. It totally is that we're so obsessed on death. And it's so funny because I'm going to find that SNL skit and share it this week on Instagram. It's like this whole thing about moms getting I've the kids it. into bed and a glass of wine and we watch the murder, the murder, the murder. And it's so funny. And it is so true. We finally get a breather for the day. We want a break and we just can't wait to dive into the newest Dateline or the podcast episode. But why do you think, why do you think you are so intrigued by it? I have an idea of why I am. Really? Yeah. I, I like, I think, the mystery about yeah. it. So, I mean, maybe if it doesn't actually end in death, that doesn't isn't a huge factor for me. But I do love a good mystery. I mean, I loved him back to Nancy Drew when I was in third grade. So kind but of the whodunit? Kind of. Yeah. I yeah. think I wanted to know the whodunit and maybe like, yeah, where is the motive? Why? Yes. And even if that's maybe burglary or like fraud or whatever, it, it's like, yeah, it's intriguing. I think for me... It's literally like a fascination of 
like I just can't comprehend it. Like, oh, I, yeah. like it's literally like I'm listening to these things or I'm watching a Dateline and it's like it's fake to me almost because I can never in a billion years put myself in a scenario where I could do that to another human like oh, exactly. ever. And so it like literally is just so fascinating how another human being could do that to someone. You know what I mean? And like the story behind it of like how they get to that place and like what clicks in your brain to like make you go there. And then after that, I actually really do love the like police angle and the law angle. I love like them going after them and coming up with the evidence and the forensics of it all and the psychology of it all. Like I get I just think it's so super fascinating. I don't know. I think I'm that is just the word. I'm fascinated by it in I a will, weird way. I will say it's fascinating how these investigators and police officers can really piece it together. And now the science and the technology is so advanced. I mean, you really, really just can't get away with murder no, these days. No, I don't know why anybody would try. I don't know why they try either because it's absolutely idiotic. Really, there's no way out of it at this point. Oh, it's in, crazy. In today. And thank goodness. But it is, it's always... Um, crazy to me how it becomes relationship-based. And in a weird way, that's comforting to me because, I mean, my biggest fear in life is some psycho entering my house and trying to kill me. So for sure, like, that's a big fear of mine. But when you do watch these, like 99.9%, it is never a random act of violence. It's almost always the husband or the wife or like an emotional affair or physical affair, some relationship. So it's usually pretty direct and like emotion driven. Yeah. And in a weird way, that's comforting to me because I'm like, I don't think my husband's coming for me. At least I don't think so. Mm. And you know, I don't think, so at least it's like, okay, like the murders are out there, but they're like not coming for me. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I, I, I think that too. But then you hear these cases. I mean, I just listened to one today that, that guy was like so normal in the military, married, about to start having children with his wife. Tell me about that case. I, you looked into it. I want to hear more about this. It's Michael Walker. And like I said, he was an army medic, maybe not a doctor. I assumed he was a doctor. Maybe he's not. But they're living in Hawaii. Like, oh. I mean, been married a few years or whatever. And as I'm watching, it was, get this, the show is called Killer Couples. I die. <laughs> Killer couples. Yeah, no, no it always is. I know. Um, it's on NBC if you want to go watch. It was the season premiere of season 15, but it's about um, Michael Walker. It's crazy because as the police is interviewing him, well, okay, let me back up a little bit. So it starts with them in Hawaii, everything, like apparently doing fine. And then all of a sudden he finds her, air quotes, he finds her stabbed to death. Mm -hmm. She's dead. And so obviously the police, they're like right on it. They're like interviewing him. Obviously, they kind of get him to crack pretty quick. And here he says, Lauren, this is his excuse. Are you ready? He says that he is a sex addict. And because of that, he was having multiple affairs. I won't even call them affairs. Um, what do you want to call that? Hookups? Whatever. Yeah, prostitutes? Well, he was prostituting himself out to oh. men, women, anything, right? Oh, he, my gosh. He, so he's saying to the cop, I, I have problems. I'm a sex addict, blah, 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 blah. And so because they're saying, who could do this to your wife? Like, who in the world is in your circle who would do this to your wife? And, he's, and so he starts 
opening up this world of like all these partners that he's had. And it just gets real confusing and real crazy real quick. And there happened to be on the army base there, this girl, um, I think she was a teenager, and she actually had like schizophrenia. And he ended up like sleeping with her and convincing her to murder his wife. It's like so complicated oh, so and mixed up. so he didn't up. do it. He didn't, but he was responsible for it. Okay, okay. So he tricked this girl to do it. And it's like the saddest thing to hear her talk about doing the murder because she thought they were going to be together, right? Always. He was manipulating her to get her to do the dirty work. He he saw her as someone who had a mental disorder and, you know, he could pin the murder on her and then just drop her. And it's so sad because she said that after she did the act, she sat on the bed and asked for forgiveness while the wife was dying. And the wife did say that she would she forgave her. <gasps> Can you even? Oh! I know. And it's just like, and then after that, Lauren, it's even worse because the guy then, he ghosts the girl. He doesn't talk, to, he doesn't answer the phone. She starts like freaking out. So it's like the most terrible side of a human like came out. I mean, he just came off just like a wretched, wretched, wretched human. And the sad, tragic part, let me finish this, is that the wife was apparently clueless, had no idea that he had this whole double life. And how does that even happen? Right, right. How does that happen? Well, I always, always, always say, why kill her? Just file for divorce and move on with your crazy sex life. They asked him that, and he said it was against his religion to get a divorce. Oh but my gosh. Right. But it's better to go to hell for murdering somebody. And kill a person. Right? Take their 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 life. So, oh my gosh, that's disturbing. So disturbing. Well, when you kept talking, it, what kept coming to mind was um, that Netflix show, American Murder, with the Chris Watts story. Yes. And how... Same kind of thing, like, but he he didn't really have this like crazy track record. He seemed super normal, yes, and all, and just had started this affair with a girl at work, and then I guess just wanted to get rid of his family, like his wife, and like goes into a brutal killing spree and kills his two children and his wife, Ugh. and it's like it's it's an interesting document documentary show on Netflix. If you're into it, you know, check it out, but. I just don't understand it. Like, I don't understand why you just don't go to that person and say, I'm with somebody else now, which is pain enough and hurtful enough. You ruin someone's life that way enough. Just file and move on and like, but let her live her life and their children and everything. I don't even get it. I mean, do you think that the people are just that mentally demented or mentally, you know, like, I don't even know. Like, it's got to be something beyond just yeah conscience, dis- you know? So I I was listening to, okay, there is a new podcast out. Oh, shoot. I was just talking to our friend about this podcast. I listened to it a long time ago. It's called Killer Psyche. Okay, it's a wondery podcast. If you're into this type of thing, she's in, she's like one of the OG FBI criminal profiler ladies. Yes. So she like oh, is wow. a she's deep into like the psychology of all of this stuff. She's worked with the Unabomber, like interviewed, worked with, on that case, the Unabomber's case, 
fascinating stuff, okay? Her podcast goes into like the psychology of why people killed. So like she covers very famous cases like Dr. Death and the Tylenol murders, the Barbie and Ken murders. You've got to go listen to that. That's just bizarre. Some of them will stick with you, FYI. They're super disturbing. But all in all, I will say there is a common theme throughout all of them that most all of them are either sociopaths, psychopaths, or suffer from like antisocial personality disorder. And what that means is they just don't have any empathy. Like they're dead inside, you know? Wow. Yeah. So what's the difference between a psycho and a so- socio? A sociopath? A sociopath. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, know. I've heard both terms. I, okay, let me read. Uh, uh, let's just get educated. Here it is from Psychology Today, a sociopath. It refers to a pattern of antisocial behavior and attitude, and it includes manipulation, deceit, aggression, a lack of empathy for others. And then it goes on to say that sociopaths may or may not break the law, but they like to exploit and manipulate others, and they often violate trust in other people. wow. A psychopath is like next level. It's where they're super like callous, they're detached, they have very little emotion. They're extremely manipulative, compulsive liars. They're often actually really charming. Psychopaths are like the Dr. Death guys, the guys who can like charm the pants off of you and use and abuse and then move on. You know what I mean? They literally have like no conscience. They have no feeling about anybody. It's bizarre. And is that just mentally like inherited is that something inside of them or do you think it's like like it's almost the care um, nurture over nature like are they brought up that way or are they literally born with this this dysfunction I know I've thought a lot about that like a lot about that like and I from everything I've read and everything that I've listened to I do think it's a mixture of both. Yeah. I think some people because even her name is Candace DeLong, the the FBI profiler. She says there's tons of sociopaths and psychopaths walking around who never commit a violent crime. Like, right. They're I out mean, there. they can right. maintain a normal yes, life. Exactly. She's like there's tons of them out there who will never ever do things that, you know, involve hurting other people or anything like that. So I think it's a mixture of like, yes, where DNA genetics definitely like pre-wire you for certain tendencies, but then it's like you layer the environment on top of it. And especially when like there's abuse and neglect, that's a big one. She talks a lot about neglect, like in early childhood development. I guess when there's like a lack of um bonding between like a baby a child and their parent it really emotionally detaches that child and it like has an effect on them creating healthy emotional relationships down the road they've like wow. done studies on wow. it so you know how they, like they put the babies on us like skin to skin and they're all about like real nurture 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 now it wasn't like that in the 40s and 50s they kind of like took the babies away and like did the thing and dad was you know off in the other room well dad wasn't even in the room for deliveries think of that it was so disconnected so disconnected and so they've kind of seen like the importance of like really bonding and like having that extra level of like 
yeah, connection for emotional development because they have found that in a lot of, like there's a lot of common denominator where there was a lot of neglect. And then on top of the neglect, there was like a lot of abuse, a lot of sexual abuse, a lot of like mental, verbal abuse, just terrible things. And then, so on top, when all of that stuff collides, it's like a perfect storm. And that's where you get these like, next level Ted Bundy people, you know? And you just, it's almost like, yeah, when you do watch some of these, like the Unabomber and even a little bit of like Ted Bundy, like you can almost find like, oh, you like kind of feel for them and these emotional, you know, um, prior to their killing sprees, like this like path that they go on and just the neglect and the emotional abuse they have. And you're like, oh, it's sad. And it's a vicious cycle, right? Because it's usually the abusive parent and produces this kind of crazy psycho and then they produce possibly a worse psycho. It's like, and so it is this really sad thing, but man, but it can be done. They can defeat it. They can overcome that with some of them, you know, right. Medication or hopefully, healthy parents and happy parents and they can push through some of that maybe yeah I mean I think honestly with some of these people well most of these people honestly I think they need to be locked up and yeah. that's what it's for it just comes down I to mean that. I think a lot of these people who have no feelings and no conscience oh. and like their sexual I mean, right. deviance and like right they, they literally see people as meat to be hunted and like I mean it's like they're so screwed up those people need to be put away. I don't even care about your backstory at this point. Like, yes, it's it's just like said and done. Like, yes, I can have empathy for you and what you've been through in your life, but like you're a danger to people walking around and no, sorry. You know, my gosh, that's, that bears the question. I have thought this over and over and over again. Do you think you could ever sentence somebody to like life in prison or life in solitary? I know or the, the death solitary, penalty. So, no, the sol- death penalty, most definitely. There's could some you? gruesome Like things. solitary is almost worse, worse. to me. Uh, that's almost worse. You know? I do agree. Like, I'm like, how, that's like, you go insane at the idea of that. That's just, oh, torture. I've literally but, thought, like, I don't know if I could do it. Because I don't know if I would be able to, like, sleep with that little thing of, like, did I get if? it wrong? What if? What if right? I got it wrong? What if he didn't do it? And what if somebody's in there because of me? And they didn't actually do it. Unless it it was a confession. It it is tricky. It is so, so tricky. I think if there was like heavy evidence and it was a bad enough crime, I don't know. I I, I do... I am for the death penalty. I guess I'll just say that for like, yeah, there's a lot of cases no, and extreme yeah. things that have happened that I'm like, you don't have the privilege to walk this earth yeah. anymore. It's like you have done some terrible, terrible things. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you just wish. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, but, oh, being on a jury and convicting, that's tricky. That is really, really tricky. And again, coming down to the case, and if it was bad enough, I don't know. I feel like I would just rather even take that chance. I don't know. That's really hard. I like, like, I don't know. For some reason, I'm always, when I'm listening to these stories, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad that wasn't me having to do that and sit on that jury. Sure. Dude, that's just gnarly. What's been another like crazy, maybe your craziest case or story you've watched or heard about? Oh my gosh, there's too many. I know. How do I even? Well, you were telling me. Yeah, what was yours? Well, I was telling her about this case and I kind of just along lines, I mean, murder, but just random. No, but this kind of goes along because you were like, how do you know if he was really 
this intent, the intent intent. here, the intent here. So this is a case that happened actually in my area growing up. Like I can remember this story and it's since then been on forensic files and there's a 2020 actually as of this year, they made a 2020 of this. I just saw that. Yeah. Awesome. Which is wild. Um, but it was this family, the Filater family, and they were actually in my church, in my like area called a stake. And um, we had heard, I was probably seventh or eighth, seventh grade when this happened. But long story short, she was found dead in the morning and he claims he did not do it. And, and it went to, you know, he was arrested and he, w- it went to court and very long story short, you know, supposedly it was a normal day. He was working on the pool pump, and um, it, and it was the evening. It wasn't working. His wife had fallen asleep on the couch. He gave her a kiss goodnight. He went up to bed. Later that night, he was sleepwalking, and I don't know if he woke her up or drug her, but he drug her to the pool area, and he stabbed her multiple, multiple times uh-uh. and pushed her into the pool <gasps> and pushed her underwater. And so, and they do have a witness. So the neighbor that lived behind them could hear some moaning and screaming. So he goes out and he could see his neighbor laying on, you know, by the pool. And so he was watching and he watched and he saw Mr. Um, Filator come and throw her into the pool and push her head underwater. Oh my god! He saw that with his very own eyes. So of course, that's like firsthand witness. So the next day again... So they call the police and he goes back upstairs sleepwalking, supposedly. And and so he's arrested and stuff. And so it goes to trial and he still maintains his innocence. He said, I may have done that, but I did it sleepwalking. <gasps> he said, I was happily married. She was my best friend. We had a very normal, happy life. Like I had no intention, no reason for this. So if I did do it, which I did, and I feel terrible, and I wish I didn't, and it's the biggest mistake of my life, and I miss her, but I did do it sleepwalking. It was never an intentional thing. How do you even try that? Like, that is, like, crazy. Or is that the best defense ever? Right, the best defense ever. But nonetheless, he is guilty, and he is in prison and has been since 2000. And so it's so sad because I knew I kind of knew of and some of the some of the children and they were were really normal nice kids. Oh. And he even like I read like reread an article and just the boy talking about how he went to bed like a normal life, normal day, mom and dad woke up to his mom dead oh. by his dad sleepwalking. And it was like a huge like story and then it went national because it's such a freak story. Like how do you even like it's Bizarre sleepwalking to me is so bizarre. I know. Period. I was just about to say that. It's such a freaky thing, too. Do you I, know anybody who sleepwalks? Yeah, I do. Um, my don't, husband's don't. friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was you, gonna say, don't say it. You you know him, oh. and he has some crazy stories too, like a story about how um, well walk yeah, getting up to pee and like peeing in the weirdest places, just no. those standard like goofy things, and then um. One time they were on a bus on like a, a road trip for a football game, a bunch of kids, and he was sleeping and he stood up and he started screaming and he walked down the aisle and tried to take the wheel from the bus driver. No Like bizarre way. things. Like you're just, and that's just like, I guess even more mild, obviously, but I just think sleepwalking, like if my husband sleptwalked, I think it would be like on edge every night. Oh, totally. And, and. Correct me. I don't know. Are they dreaming and acting out? Is that what's going on? See, I don't know. Because I don't... They, they they can look awake. Their eyes can be open. Really? And so it's like almost like this like 
I almost interpret it as like a hip, almost like you're hypnotized or something, truly, because how are you moving about and knowing where to go? Like, you know where you're, like, you kind of almost know you're- Yeah, you're not falling over things. Right, exactly. Yes. I mean, you'd be knocked down pretty fast and fall back asleep, right? Yeah. But you're not. Like, they're able to move around. They're able to do things. They're able to pull down their pants to go pee in a bush when they think they're at the toilet. Like, it's like strange. It's a very strange idea. So I really, I it's something we should research because I don't know a lot about it. But I mean, even in this case situation of the fillators, like, so if, let's even say he is sleepwalking, but you're right. Is that some like deeper rooted Deep, intention right. that is in his mind? Is that something he would want to do, but would never actually do if he was coherent? Like, I'm not really sure, but is it wow. a is it a mind thought? Like, is it telling your, telling your body to do something? How strange. Oh my gosh. That's like next level. Oh, I, I think there's no way I could live with a sleepwalker. I'm already just on edge all the time, thanks to all the true crime I listen oh, to. Oh, right. I, know. I would just be like, but could huh? you imagine huh? him just like getting up, moving, no. walking? And you're like, honey, oh my gosh. honey. Oh and my they gosh. don't even respond. I don't even think they respond to you. It's like almost like a hello, yeah. hello. Like yeah. it's so weird. Don't wake them up type thing. Yeah. You're not supposed to wake if, them if up. If you're a sleepwalker out there, I hope we're not hurting your feelings. Oh, but no. if you are a sleepwalker, I'd be so curious more about it. Yeah. You have to kind of message us and tell us. I need us. to read about it. Now I'm really curious. Like I really wonder if like they're dreaming and they're, you know, and they're kind of acting out their dreams in some degree. I don't know. That's so I saw a girl. I saw a girl like that got really big on TikTok. I, I, I never go on TikTok, but this was like a year ago. And she's super big on TikTok doing all, and she had cameras around her house and it was like all her sleepwalking videos. Oh, no Doing way. like really weird, random things. And then I'm like, I'm sure these are totally fake just to be a TikToker. Um, and get famous. But some of the things were so bizarre. I'm trying to even remember, like just getting certain things out and doing certain like random acts, like really strange things. Oh and again, gosh. I'm sure they were like probably so fake, but have you ever done it? Yeah. You have to tell us how, if you have ever done anything pretty weird or wild sleepwalking. Yeah. I want to know. Go Instagram us, DM us on Instagram right now. At the Mom Boys Podcast. Yeah. We want to know. Eerie. Totally. totally. Well, on that note... I guess we're all gearing up for a long weekend of Halloween festivities. Woo! So, you know, you could go as a trick-or-treater with your kids as a sleepwalker because that's just creepy enough for us. Right. But um, we hope you have a happy Halloween. It's so fun. We're super excited. It's it's like a nice long weekend, lots of yeah. festivities. I kind of want to watch a scary movie. Yeah. Have, have you seen, seen one? Yeah. Have you seen any good ones lately? I saw the new James Bond movie. Did you like it? I really liked it. Let, I just have to say Daniel Craig, y'all. He's just so cute. He's dreamy. Yeah. He's so cute. I know. Eyes. I'm like, who's the next one going to be? How could they well, top him? There's some question marks as to how it, it could go now. I don't know. It might be a girl moving forward. That's all I'll say. I don't Really? Know. Wow. I need to go read about it. But the way it ended, not oh. good. Well, and is this his, I shouldn't say not good. I kind of heard it's coming sooner than later. So is this his last film? Daniel yeah. Oh, Craig? yeah. Dan yeah. He's like done. Um, I don't know. Total question mark as to how it'll go Interesting. forward. Because Bond is unique, right? Like I grew up on Bond. My mom, such a Bond lover. Like I grew up on all of them. And I, I was explaining to Jeremy, like they could totally start over with like a brand new 32-year-old Bond. And that would be totally fine because Bond never ages. He's always from Sean Connery to Pierce Brosnan to Daniel Craig. He's always... 
40 in that age range. He's always got money penny. He's always got Q. Like, he's just a character. It's not like it's actually logical that, like, he has an ongoing storyline for 45 years. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because these movies have been, like, going on and on and on. So I was like, no, I could see them starting over with just, like, a brand new guy. Or I could see them go, I, I, I don't know. My mind would be blown if they do go with a girl. Because Bond is Bond. Like, you don't mess with James Bond. Like, yeah. he's 007. He's shaken, not stirred. He's the sex machine that is James Bond, Oh, right? wow! Woo! Sean Connery, girl. Like, See, I never of- saw his. Oh, Lauren. I just saw Pierce. Oh, girl. I know. Go back. I know. Those I know. are so good. Goldfinger, Dr. No, Octopussy. They're all so good. Oh, o- yeah, Octopussy is one. Yep. It's called Octopussy. It is. There you go. Yep. It was the 70s, you guys. Well, I guess kids just need to go watch James Bond and they'll know they'll know where it goes, right? Yeah. Figure that out, guys. <laughs> okay, on that note, we'll we'll close it close it out. That's so funny. All right, girl. What was your hit of the week? Well, my hit, I think, was just finding Freshly. I think it's going to be the perfect fit for me with work. Now that I work three days a week, honestly, getting out the door and having like a practical, healthy lunch to keep me on point for the week and just like to get out the door and I don't have to prep or spend the money. So I think Freshly is going to be a really good fit for me for when I get to work and eat and- I know, you've been doing good. Kind of balance out, yeah. Okay, well, my hit, you're going to laugh. Okay, my Kate- is about to be nine years old. She so wanted her ears pierced for her eighth birthday. Yes, that was so fun. Exciting. And my sweet Kate is like such a cautious girl, like in so many ways. And she's very funny with like pain, you know, like getting scrapes or anything like that. Okay, long story short, we get her ears pierced in like May, something like that. And it was just drama from day one on taking care of them, taking them in, taking them out, things like that. So we ended up leaving them in my total bad guys for like 10 weeks straight, which turned out to be really bad. But no, you are supposed to leave them in a certain amount of time. The recommended time. So like we left them in for like a three month period and then we added on like 10 more weeks and like never took them out. Okay. Yes. No joke. When we finally took them off out of her ear, it was so infected. This is kind of a miss. It's almost like it's cemented into the skin. It was bizarre, <laughs> you guys. It was like tan lined around it, all of that. So she oh, had them out girl. for like four four weeks, for a month. And I was saying to her, you're just going to have to grow them in. Like, I can't deal with this. Because every time I would go to put them in her ear, yeah. she would freak out. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Anyway, long story short, it is my hit because she was super brave. And we kind of, we got them all cleared up. They're not infected anymore. And we like re-pierced them. <laughs> oh, good. Oh my gosh, did it hurt? Um, She was so brave about it. And I like, I put an ice cube on them, but it was kind of grown back a little bit. Yeah, I'll a be little honest. bit. It's like puncture. Yes. The new, yeah. And so I was like, just hang in there, girl. And she did. And she was so proud of herself. So good. she has her ears pierced now. She and has. we're we're on like a very regular schedule where we take them out every night. We put them in every morning. And oh my gosh, it's just been, it's been drama. So, so cute. Yeah. Well, that's so good. Uh, there you go. She was like, mom, Evie, you'll be proud of me. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, you know, it's funny. The whole time I'm thinking, listening to you, it's like, I really wanted to take my daughter to get, I only have one girl and I wanted it to be this big thing and be super fun and special. And I got mine at 11. So I always thought she'd be like eight to 12, somewhere in there. Right. 
Well, long story short, when she was like four, four and a half, we were out in California at Disneyland. And on a whim, we just decided to do it at this like outlet mall. And we were all together with cousins. And we just decided to pierce her ear, her ears. Her hair is like, we've talked about it before, super short. And even when she's like four-year-old, she looked kind of like she had baby hair. Just short, little curls, hardly any hair. And not that she looked boyish at all, but I just, I couldn't do the braids or the pigtails or the big bows. And so, you know, I thought, oh, you know what? She'll feel really girly and feminine and be excited to have her ears pierced. So I did it like so much younger, so much sooner than I ever thought I would. And again, my only go... And it actually, though, like, as I'm listening to you, it's funny. We never dealt with infections. We never dealt with ear drama at all. No way. No, like, I can't think of one time her ears have been infected. Wow. Truly. And if anything, my second hole when I got it this last year kind of went through some ups and downs, like some super tenderness, kind of pussy stages. And I'm like, freak, is this going to be like a problem? And it finally snapped out of it, like kind of around that three or four month mark. And I haven't had a problem since. Oh, hers have been red from day but one. it's interesting. And are you using the right yeah. material? or Solid gold post. Yeah. I mean, because I know I'm sensitive. I can't wear face earrings I have to wear gold posts or like nickel free sensitive ears that's what I have those little labels yeah and so I've always bought that for her and she's still yeah she has like it's they're looking way better I think I just handled this wrong from the from the jump but anyway but it's my hit because yeah now she's officially pierced and happy totally totally good all right what was your miss of the week so my miss was so my sister and I decided to go to this running store here in town called Roadrunner. And they do like this full like shoe foot evaluation of a good shoe recommendation. You're massaging your foot I right now. Like What's happening? I have a sore spot on your the- feet, Lauren. I know. I have I, I do. I have feet issues. I swear <laughs> I do. I think it's from my point shoes back when I was 10 years old. No, but um so I, we go to this running store and they do like a full foot eval and they recommend shoes to you. And you guys, I would just die. I die. Why? First off, I am a straight size 10. Well, so am I. What yeah, you but saying? you're also 5'10". She's three inches taller than me. I must have ginormous feet and I've been wearing the wrong shoe size for the last <laughs> 10 years of my life. Because I was like, wait, a 10? I buy nines. And I'm like, and, and they me- it measures, like it measures my foot. Oh my Not gosh. only am I a 10, but I'm a wide. So just put on clown shoes, guys, because that's how I feel. Because I put on, and not only are running shoes like they're kind of bulky with like bigger soles. Wait, are you in like orthopedic shoes I, I now? Feel, I felt like it. I felt like it. And then I'm there, and then like Monica, our friend, shows up, and she has like this dainty little size six, and she can fit into any shoe she wants. I'm in the gray or black range with the wides in size ten. I was like, I want colorful rainbow shoes, and they're like, we have gray and black i'm like uh, what no i so i said to the guy i was like can i just buy normal i don't want wide oh my god and he's i was like well mess my feet up is it bad he's like no i think because running shoes again tend to go wider anyways oh my gosh and and oh my gosh i can't even believe the room i've got going on <laughs> nikes have been wrong for me from day one guys uh, no offense Lauren, nike it's like you've been trying to squeeze into the wrong pants oh, your whole I, life. yeah oh well that that's a story for another day that would be true will not change the number it doesn't matter what's going on um what's what's squeezing where yes i will not go up in pant size ever no but the shoe thing guys i just died that i that first okay that's i died so that i 
I've been wearing the wrong shoe size, probably. I truly probably have because I've had some outer foot pain, and it's probably because I needed to have some wide. Yeah, and since prob- college, Lauren. Let me remind you, 15 years ago, you're complaining about your foot to me. In college. Was I? Yes. Oh Las Vegas? Oh, my gosh. Multiple times, what I can think. What if I've been wearing the wrong shoes my whole life? I die. Why I should have been wide all along, and I should have... I will not say I'm a 10. I'm a nine and a half. There have been recent times in the last year or two I have bought nine and a half. That surprises I round me, up. I never I knew you up. were a nine and a half. Yeah. I, I've, I've claimed a nine my whole life. Just like, you know, I claim I'm 125. I'll just say <laughs> it, right? Just kidding. Just kidding, guys. Yes. I do not. I am not. <laughs> Whatever the driver's license says. Yes, I am. There it is. There. Is. Yes, I am. I'm 23 years old, but I'm still that. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so I think it's that. And then I think it's the fact, yeah, that my foot is a 10 wide. It That's like a little discouraging. No, I joke. The wides oh. were only in black and gray. That's truth. But I said, do you mind if I get the normal size? Will that like feel uncomfortable for me? He's like, no, I think that's fine. If you do, if they do still feel it all, squish it all. And even to me, a running shoe, like I have like loads of room in there. My foot's just like, Comfy, cozy. And what is a running shoe? Well, is this a it, brand? Is it not no, a No, so Nike? they brought out three shoes to me. Oh, they have like a wall of every brand. And then there's like running brands. Have you heard of Hoka or Brooks? Or I thought that Hoka on, was a hiking brand. Um, Hoka. 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 It's really, I think, running primarily. Oh. They might offer hiking ones. But then, of course, Nike and yeah. Adidas. Everyone, New Balance. Everyone makes a good running shoe. But like, and that's not makes, their forte. What makes a good running I shoe? I think it's a sole thing, a balance thing a width thing I do think there is width in it because your foot's slamming down so fast so so much that like it has to be whereas like I don't know other sports tennis or like you know I don't know certain things like you don't need that have you seen a difference um I they are super comfortable and it's funny because when I would run or like jump around for like high fitness like I said the outer ridge of my foot would really cramp and hurt it would hurt it would halfway through it wasn't that I was tired my energy or anything it was like my feet are hurting I have to know did he say anything about socks do socks make any difference you know they pride themselves on their quality socks and up front he asked me do you like thin socks or thick socks are you a thin or a thick I like thick better oh see I like thin do you I prefer thin and so they they have some great stuff also they offer they do customized soles and so we sat on we like I put my foot on it and it was like hot and like like moldy kind of thing and molded to my foot. Whoa! So then it, and then it hardened and so now it goes in my shoe and it's like molded for my. How foot. much did this all cost? Was it? Oh, pricey? You don't want to know. Really? Yeah. I oh mean, upwards to like two hundred bucks. Oh, okay. with shoes and soles. That's not as bad as I was thinking. Oh my gosh! Wow, yeah. you're a gonna do over. it, girl. Emily's was a lot over, actually. Emily got more expensive shoes than I did. Wow. Yeah. No, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, guys. I'm doing it. Wow. That was long. We can move on. My miss is like totally opposite of yours. And mine was just going to be that I'm so off the wagon with working out. Like, I feel like I was in a really good stride there for a minute where I was doing really good. I was seeing some tone in my arms and my butt was a little more lifted and all the things. And it is just 
so depressing. Like I have zero motivation, zero right now. I know, I know it's hard. No, I, my I running is like I have to drag myself out the door. It's like what is wrong with me? No, I get it, and it's only going to get harder here with the holidays. I know that's Ugh. what's stressing me out, Lauren. I know it's like, and I don't feel bad, but it's like I have these spurts where I miss it, and yeah. I'm like, I want to go run or I want to go get on the treadmill, but then yeah. I'm like, do I? <laughs> I know, I know. It's like no, the I never watch ending TV. battle. It's the never ending battle. Are you serious? Totally. It's kind of a bummer because I have like all of these really cute workout clothes that I bought over the past year and I just like have just get no back motivation. To Pilates. I know. I Pilates really the perfect medium. Yes. I love Pilates, but it is just getting there. And yeah. I do feel like my schedule right now to I don't carve even out know. time, I know. It's bizarre, Lauren. Like between school and dance and podcast and work and like stuff, church, everything. It's just like, where is the time? Where is the time right it's now? It's nuts. And if you're looking to save time with your meal prep, make sure and check out the episode sponsor, Freshly. Freshly really does take all the work out of your meal prep experience, and it has so many options to choose from, from really full, flavorful things to healthier, gluten-free options if you need. There's options for any lifestyle. Go check out Freshly. It's freshly.com, F-R-E-S-H-L-Y.com. And at checkout, make sure to enter promo code MOMVOICE15AFF. That's going to give you $15 off any meal plan for four weeks. All right, guys. Well, that'll do us for this episode. Thanks for joining us for this slightly morbid episode of The Mom Voice. I know. This is a little all... Well, between the belly buttons and the serial killers, I don't even know. I don't even know. This is our Halloween episode, though, and we do it every single year. So we had to bring you a little bit of the creep factor this week. We're so glad you joined us here today. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, at The Mom Voice Podcast. We are there throughout the week. If you have any questions, comments suggestions for us you can go dm us there and we will definitely check it and get back to you if you enjoyed what you heard today please make sure you are following or are subscribed to the podcast wherever you listen that way you'll get all of our new content and we do have a lot of fun interviews and things planned to close out the year this year we are back this thursday with momcast with emma jade and then next monday with a new interview episode so stay tuned for that All right, Lauren, anything else? All right, that will do it. Take care of each other. All right, guys. Bye-bye.